Asking for Accommodations as a Higher Weight Person, Part 1. This is the Weight and Healthcare Newsletter. If you like what you're hearing, please consider subscribing and or sharing at weightandhealthcare.com. While places that serve the public, from transportation to food service to entertainment and especially healthcare, should be set up to accommodate everyone in the public, unfortunately, that is not always the case. This can create a situation where we may want or need to ask for access or accommodations. This can happen to people for any number of reasons, size, disability, neurodivergence, and more. For those with multiple marginalized identities, this can occur more often and asking can be more difficult. For this piece, I'll be focusing on accommodations for fat people, though these techniques can be helpful in other situations. I also want to acknowledge that while the size at which someone may need to ask for accommodations can vary, lack of accommodation does the most harm to those at the highest weights and or multiply marginalized people. Asking for accommodations can bring up a lot of emotions, stress, embarrassment, shame, fear, anger, guilt. I think that one massive problem is that we've been told that asking for accommodations is asking for some kind of favor or special treatment above and beyond what everyone else gets. This stems from weight stigma. Unfortunately, there are people who believe that fat people don't deserve health care and thus that if a lack of accommodation is due to fatness, then inequality is acceptable. It can also stem from capitalism. If you can make the people you haven't accommodated blame themselves and or get others to blame them for the lack of accommodation, then you don't have to invest resources to fix it. In truth, there is plenty of evidence to show that people are a variety of sizes for a variety of reasons which are not necessarily within their control and that we have no proven method to change size over the long term. More importantly, it doesn't matter why someone is fat or even if it was possible to be thin. We have every right to exist in our bodies as they are, and we deserve to be accommodated, including in healthcare. Fat people exist, and they deserve to be accommodated in the bodies they have now, not at some hypothetical future date when they might look different. Another issue with accommodation for fat people is some people believe, and we are actually often told, that we should simply get thin so we don't need the accommodations. Perhaps the most cruel version of this is when people suggest that we use someone else's failure to accommodate us as, quote, motivation to change ourselves. Even if this was appropriate, and it's not, and even if it was likely to work, and it's not, it doesn't help someone who needs to fit into an MRI and get the scan they need right now. Nor does it help someone fit into a too small chair with arms for the office meeting they're required to attend, or the too small theater seat to watch their kids' performance, or the Broadway show they spent a ton of money on. Also, asking a healthcare facility, business, etc. for accommodation is not asking for special treatment. It's asking for what everyone else is already getting. When the hospital opened to provide healthcare to the community, they were aware that the community includes fat people. So they should have ordered armless chairs, large blood pressure cuffs, gowns, larger beds, etc. so that all patients could have access to the same experience. And if they failed to do it when they opened, they should have done it at some point. And if they failed to do it at some point, they should do it now. Regardless, fat people who want a properly sized blood pressure cuff or a seat that accommodates them on a plane for a single fare or a seat they can sit in to go with their expensive Broadway theater ticket aren't asking for something special. They are just asking for what thin people are already getting. So what can you do about a failure to accommodate? First, realize that you shouldn't have to ask for accommodations and that if you do, you aren't doing anything wrong or asking for anything special. You're doing the facility or business a favor by alerting them to a situation that they should have already been aware of and solved.
They should be embarrassed, not you. Second, you get to decide how and if you want to ask, and that may vary depending on how you feel on any given day. That said, this can be a great chance to use any power, privilege, or leverage you have. For some people, it can be helpful to think about it not as asking for accommodations for yourself, but for the next fat person who may not be in a position to ask. This can also vary depending on who you're talking to. Finally, remember that you can't control the outcome of your request. The only thing you can do is make the request. If the person chooses to respond with fat phobia, that sucks and it can do real harm to you. But it's important to understand it's not your fault. Let's look at some options for how to ask. When to ask. It may be a situation where you or someone who is advocating for you can ask ahead of time. So when you schedule your procedure, ask them to make sure to have a bed that is weight rated for you or call ahead to make sure that the facility where you're getting your mammogram has robes that will fit you or ask for the weight rating and bore size of the MRI. If the accommodation failure is happening in real time, you might choose to say something as it's happening or you might choose to wait until it's over or you have what you need and then ask. You can ask in person. You could also call or send an email, text, or DM later, or have someone who's willing to advocate for you reach out. Who to ask? If it's happening in real time, the person you're talking to may not have had anything to do with the lack of accommodation you're experiencing and may not be empowered to solve the problem, or they may have MB. You can ask them if they can help, and if not, ask who you should talk to. You can also try a facility's website or ask to speak to someone in patient management or a medical advocate. How to ask. You can start by pointing out the lack of inclusion and letting them come up with a solution or ask for the solution you want. So, there are no armless chairs in the waiting room. I can't sit comfortably or at all. Or, could you please bring me an armless chair so I can sit comfortably or at all? Tone. You get to choose the tone that you use. The saying tells us that we can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. That may be true, and you may try the honey approach. Or, you may not feel like catching flies. You might choose to express the anger and frustration you feel at your inability to access something that you want or need, and that's also valid. If things don't get resolved, if they fail to provide accommodations, you may consider filling out a complaint with the facility, practice manager, government office, and or state medical boards. You might also go public with social media and review sites like Yelp, ZocDoc, HealthGrades, and Vitals.com. Remember, none of this should be necessary, and each person gets to choose how they handle it in each situation, and how much privilege and power and leverage we have will always come to bear in these situations. Whatever decision you make is the right one as long as it's the right decision for you. In part two, we'll learn more specific techniques from the amazing people at FLAIR, the Fat Legal Advocacy Rights and Education Project. Did you find this helpful? You can subscribe for free to get additional posts delivered direct to your inbox or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and get special benefits. Go to weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.